One question I know that I have is where the hell was Bashar? What was he doing? Because <laughs> he never answered the question of where he was. Um, but I just loved how kind of action-packed it was. Um, it really kept you guessing because you were like, who was doing this? You know, like who, who, who done it? It was kind of like a who done it. And I love that about it. For me, Rashad was kind of everything in that um, that last scene with them is I think he just needed his time. So he, yeah, he just needed his time because like it was very overwhelming being in that relationship and having to deal with being at his beck and call. So like his alibi, like and he didn't know how to say like, I just need a day for myself. Like I just need to, and not have to check in with you about it, not have to, you know. So for me, Rashad was just having a personal day. He was just having a day for himself. Um, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, it was about like the action and the mystery. And um, yeah, I, it was also like, it wasn't particularly about their relationship. Um, it kind of gave light to, you know, different relationships and how you balance like work and love life and, you know, career and everything. But I kind of did want to leave it open-ended that you don't know if they really do get back together because the show is kind of in a way bigger than that and not just focusing on their relationship. I really, I really like... Um... There's a scene in particular, I don't remember which one it was, but where I felt like two threads really kind of met in the middle where there was this feeling of like, you're talking about property and appropriation, like intellectual property, and also that idea of ascending to meet your potential, but leaving those behind. I feel like it might've been the Rashad Darnell scene, their final scene together. And I just think that whenever two threads like that kind of wound together, I felt like that was the play's strongest moments when these two ideas kind of intermingled in ways I wasn't expecting. And what I'm really excited about is, especially like I know as you continue to like chisel away at the thing, the way that the tension's going to increase, uh, the the tighter that the belt gets and, and the, the closer that it feels like the stalker is. Um, I'm really excited to kind of see how that plays out on stage, so. Yeah, I think this definitely is a kind of a play that seems almost like a movie. Like it kind of seems like it functions as a movie, but I really wanted to challenge um, it kind of in a way being a more intimate play. I was like, I don't want this to be a movie, even though it kind of functions that way. So I like purposely didn't put an intermission and I purposely want to make it a play to really kind of immerse everyone in this like experience of like, the, and hopefully that is part of the tension is that you're, you're in this together. There's no intermission. You just got to sit here with all of the things that are happening. Um, yeah. And like, I kind of left, especially like blocking, I left a lot of it open-ended so that like, where the man's coming out and coming in and everything is like really up to how you interpret it and how you like really set it and stage it. But I, I yeah, I, um, my, my, my hope was that because it's a play and I kind of see this in a more intimate theater and in a more intimate setting that that sitting with the audience, cause like similar, like when you go to movies and you like feel the audience all around you, like, you know, in scary movies, I was hoping that like also that would be something that would aid in like this feeling of suspense or this feeling of, of the tension that, you know, the, the audience is just as much part of it as, you know, the actors and the players. There were two scenes that just really resonated with me. And the two where, look, I'm like literally in my kitchen and I'm like cooking at the same time. And there were two times where I was like, oh, I need to go over here and I need to make sure I take this out of the oven and take this off the stove. But I was so just enraptured with what was going on with the scene that I couldn't help it. And it was the scene... Uh, where Darnell and Tay are talking and Tay is talking about dating within the trans community. And I was just like, I was like heavy leaning into that. I was like, that's just super interesting. And I want to know more. And there was, it felt like it was triple layered and I appreciate it. And there, there was humor and depth and the final scene with Rashad where Darnell and Rashad were talking. Um, 
I know you saw Malcolm and Marie recently because we follow each other. Like literally, like I could have watched a whole hour of that. Like just that, like Darnell and Rashad hashing it out for an hour. That scene was just so rich and it was just queer and brown and personal. And I was like, bring it on. Yes. (laughs) I love that. It was wonderful. Like both of those scenes just, they just resonated wholly with me. That's what I wanted to share. Thank you. Yeah. That actually means a lot because, um, since I am not part of the trans community, like I felt very, very, um, I guess nervous. Cause like, even, even like, even though I'm, I'm queer, like that is a, a community that is not something I belong to. And I, I know I speak a lot about, you, you know, mean like, you don't belong to, well, like, I'm, I mean, I, I belong to like the, you know, the queer community, but I, I'm not a trans person. So gotcha. like, I gotcha. feel a little wary about being like, I'm going to write this trans role and like talk about trans, you know, like a trans topic. And I will say like that character was very, very hugely inspired by my roommate who is, who is uh, trans. And so like, we've had talks like this and we've had, so I was like, all right, I'm going to like kind of meld this with like my, my knowledge of this. Um, and yeah, I, I felt like I was like, I do not want this to be a role that like is just my trauma, my this, my that, you know, because I'm like, I don't like that when it's, you know, when I feel like that's the only reason I'm here in this show. So I was like, I really wanted Tay to like, to mention it, to like not, you know, um, completely ignore his identity. And I'm glad that you say that because that's probably a reason why I appreciate it because as we know so much of drama surrounding our experience is surrounding our trauma. And this wasn't about that. It was like, what's going on with me and my dating life? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, yeah. all of that. Yeah. And and yeah, like talking to my roommate, I like realized that there are differences in like, especially because even in our community, there is still a lot of trans What? And there's a lot of, yeah, you know, and I think, and I think that's also why the, 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 um, the last thing we were shot in Tay is that like, there is still issues within the black community. There's still issues within the dating community. There's still issues even within our own communities that like I did not want to make the whole show about, but did want to touch on is that like, you can be black and still be harmful to your community. You can still be queer and be transphobic or say things. And, and I did want to like allude to like the disconnect when I was like, when, when Darnell was kind of like, uh, I thought we had a bad being gay, but like, there's this whole another level that I don't understand that I, you know, um, so that was something that was important to me. That I was like, I'd rather talk about this than talk about like, this is what it's like for me to transition. And this is like, you know, I was like, ah, let's talk about other things that like might be more important or less talked about. Um, so that does make me really happy to, to hear that that did resonate. Um, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I want to chime in and say thank you like that. I want to applaud you for that monologue. Um, I think whenever I'm watching media you know even now like something even released in the past year or two i'm kind of always anticipating okay we're going to talk about how we hate our bodies okay we're going to talk about how we don't talk to our parents anymore and uh you know i think that's just i the unfortunate truth of being somebody who is still very much considered a minority in the arts and you know, anytime a script comes my way, I was like, okay, great. You want to cast a Latinx person who's trans. I'm still hesitant because that is just what I'm used to seeing. And uh, so I do just want to say thank you. Like reading through the script, I was like, no mention of, (laughs) I'm not going to talk about my genitalia for like a minute. I mean, mean, you know, you talk about masturbation. (laughs) But not about medical history, like not in a way that I'm like, 
I'd rather not say this uh, every time I'm casting something. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have the same person every single time. Mm -hmm. And so just to talk about like the realness of like, I didn't want to reject him because I know he gets rejected. (laughs) I know that I get rejected. It was just so um, crystal clear and true to uh, my experience, at least that I really just want to say thank you, because that was definitely something that stuck out to me um, upon first read of like, wow, I don't have to do what I'm usually asked to do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really, yeah. Tay, Tay as, as a character, just I just love, I just love because he's he's fun, he's funny, he's sarcastic. Like, there are moments where like he needs advice, but there are moments that he gives others advice. So like, yeah, it was it was just it was just such a a fun character to to write. And I was like, I, you know, I I always feel kind of sensitive about writing for groups that I don't belong to, and so that really does mean a lot to me. That like it didn't seem like stereotypical or didn't seem like you were like a crutch or just kind of the funny side character, like, you know, something to check off a box or something like that, you know, that he felt three-dimensional and, and he felt that like he did get attention and time to shine and, you know, said funny shit. <laughs> um, a huge, uh, I guess a huge inspiration for this play was I just wanted uh, non-white people and, you know, queer people to be in other genres. I feel like so often like we get dramatic stuff and we get trauma stuff, but we don't really get a lot of suspense or horror, especially like horror where we like live the entire movie. Um, and so that was kind of my big, my big um, motivator. And I, and I wrote this kind of- I around. laughed out loud when you said we live the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the only one I can really think of is like- I needed you to know. It's like deep, like deep blue sea. I was like, okay, LJ, but that, or like, you know, LL Cool J survived, but, but they got Samuel Jackson. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess that was like my, and I think I wrote this around the time that like, you know, there was kind of, it was like kind of like the big first wave of allyship. And I was like really just thinking about like what, because a lot of white people are like, you know, what does this mean? What does this look like? You know, I want to be an ally. And there's like this huge need to like really, I guess, learn what it means to be an ally. And I was like, man, what does that mean? And like, how do we sometimes manipulate that? Or how do we sometimes take advantage of that? Or how does, like, how do we think we're being an ally when we're really not? And like, even for me as like a black person or me as someone who like is privileged in certain ways, I'm like, are there things that maybe sometimes I do take advantage of the fact that like, oh, I'm this or, oh, I'm that. So I know I can get away with this or that, or like, even sometimes I'll like, or even thinking like, do we kind of use our advocacy or like, I don't know, I guess I was just really fascinated with like, is there a way to completely be selfless in our advocacy? Not just white people, but like even, you know, Darnell in his ways that he was like, I'm gonna take advantage of the fact that I'm black and I can get away with taking this thing. Or like, um, just really asking so many questions about, you know, power dynamics, especially like, you know, not, I guess, taking advantage, but like with, especially now that everyone wants so much to uplift the BIPOC community and like give these voices and these opportunities, like, do we not take advantage of it? I mean, we should, but like, you know, there's just so many questions, so many questions. And I was like, let me turn this into like a thriller and a suspense thing. This is a small thing, but I was slightly confused why Darnell works out of his home. Is it to reduce the expense of a business? Um, to answer that question as honestly as possible, I wanted to not have as many locations <laughs> since it's a play. <laughs> so I was like, he's going to work at his home and it's going to seem more like a mom and pop startup. Um, but yeah, I think for the purpose of a play, I was like, it would have been weird to, or not weird, but I was like, I just want to make this as simple as possible. Cause like something like a bar, like just set up like a table and chair. But if I was like, he has to have a home 
and an office and this and that. I was like, oh, let me just have him at home, working at home. Um, also, to be honest, I don't really know how app development goes. I don't know if these people have offices or like what they do. I'm not gonna lie, and I should probably do my more research on that. But in my mind, app designers just sit at home. <laughs> so that's what I did. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for that question. Um, <laughs> does anyone else that has any other questions, comments, concerns? Yeah, I'll say it was just so fun to hear your voice in it because just knowing you as a person and you're just so funny in real life and just hearing that voice was so great and like your sense of humor came out in every character kind of. So I just love that. It was such a joy. So, and just thank you so much for um, having me be a part of this experience. I loved it. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. One of my favorite things is just seeing the worlds that you want to build. Um, I think that's always special because it's an intimate space that you know writers go into when they're building these worlds. So being allowed into that world, it was it was an honor, truly. So thank you again. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I the, the scene with <clears throat> Darnell and Rashad, I loved so much, and I was so inspired. I'm like, mm -hmm. I would direct the f out of that. Like, I in my mind, I was storyboarding. Mm -hmm. how I would direct that scene with the two of you. And you're already dressed so cute. I was like, with the right lighting, and you know, <laughs> if we had an actual designer, and if we're in a loft and there's an exposed brick wall, like all of it, like as a director, that's what I was looking at the whole time with the two of you. You're just so cute and brown and wonderful. I just loved it. Anyway. All right. All right. Well, people, you heard it from Manny himself. He would like to direct the show. So if there's any theaters that are trying to take this play, Offer only to Manny to direct, sorry, um, to done deal. <laughs> and I, I will say, I, I know you are asking mostly like first time readers. I will just throw out as somebody who's read a lot of your work. Um, I especially love that um, this is the first time I've seen you like tackle like the thriller genre. And it was really exciting to see. I know you're always tackling big ideas and big questions that you have through your work, but it was exciting to get to see you like slip that into the envelope of the genre, you know what I mean? And so like, that was super cool to see. So I, I really, I'm excited that you're, you're experimenting with that now. Yeah, I, I, I do, I, I love, I love horror, I love thriller, I love suspense, not the best at writing it. So this was definitely out of my comfort zone, but it's something I'm really trying to get more into. Um, and I actually have something I just started recently. So it's a new um, horror film um, that I can briefly, briefly talk about. Um, it's about, it, 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 to be honest, it was inspired by watching Malcolm and Marie. It was inspired by therapy. Um, and it was inspired by um, Promising Young Women. And it's to me like a collection of, of that, where it's this guy who was in an, in an abusive relationship in high school. It's like 10 years after that, he's like a famous actor. He just won an Oscar. And so he brings a group of people to his home. And he's like, you are the reason why I won this. You are the reason why I was able to do this performance and win this award. And now I'm going to kill you all because all of you were involved in not helping me when I was being abused in high school. So that's a little something I'm working oh, that's on. Certainly took a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you know what? I will not give that away two minutes into the movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yes. So it was, it was like a combination of just all these thoughts and ideas, mostly therapy, <laughs> mostly therapy. And I was like, I haven't fully healed from people being mean to me, so I should kill them, but I can't. So let me write about it. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I'm trying to get more into it, more into, into to that genre. Cause I'm also like, you know, we, we should be in those genres. I can see myself in those genres. I can see tons of, you know, especially like black queer people in other genres that, people would never see us in like that's exciting to me and, and new and fresh and fun um but yeah anyway I don't want to keep y'all too too long because y'all have really been here with me with us for for a hot minute so I will open it up to last call if you have any thoughts comments concerns whatever you want please let me know um but if not you can catch me on social media I'm on Facebook I'm on Instagram I'm on Twitter um if you want to like follow up with me, have any comments, questions, concerns. Um, and like I said in the opening, um, that this is kind of showing you my work. And if you like it, would like to donate to me, would like to find rich people to donate to me, I would love that so, so, so much. Um, so yeah, thank you all for spending your evening with me. We will be back next week. Same time, same place, new show. Um, and yeah, they just put in the, in the chat the... Um, my cash app and my my Venmo if you want to like take that down and send me a little something. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, thank you all so, so, so much for being here with me and just spending this evening with us. And I hope you liked it. And if you didn't, find someone who would, send them my way. Um, and definitely more and more to come. So have a great night, everyone. Thank you so much. And please, please, please join us. We have two more weeks, two more Fridays, one more pilot and one more play. We're halfway there. Thank you, everyone, and have an amazing night.